0: listening to Ouija Broads. This is Liz. This is Devin. Devin, our attitude of gratitude time is here. We uh-huh. have a lot of patrons to thank. Oh, A wonderful. lot of new patrons to thank. Hi, everybody. Hi. Christmas was good. That's <laughs> so cool. And I'm very excited. This is cool. So uh, I'd like to say hello, Samantha, Mindy, Whitney upgraded Whitney's pledge. Dang. I'm gonna say Cody time code one time? I don't know. Sometimes people have okay. interesting names that I don't know how to pronounce, but Casey, Veet, and Gina. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I don't know why I cackled. <laughs> I just got very excited. <laughs>
1: You're like, yes, admiration. I feed off of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God, don't ever make that noise ever again. <laughs> I will, Not for I free, will, I won't. I will provoke my patronage of our <laughs> podcast yeah not for free damn right
0: (laughs) oh i'm ready to get into it and this is one where usually i have a fairly good guess as to how much you'll already know about this and i'm completely off the map i have no idea
1: yeah what if i'm married to it maybe i know more than you do
0: then i'm jealous of you Uh, (laughs) or it both yes (laughs) you have two hands for a reason Kevin is all i'm saying (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) fill them both my friend this is a story about seattle and it's a story about sharks oh oh, oh. Hmm. did you know there's sharks in the sound do people know that (laughs) yeah we're not supposed to talk about it What do you mean we're not supposed to talk
1: about it? That's this whole episode. (laughs) Well, no. Seattle people can't talk about it because it's too creepy. Oh, you just pretend it doesn't happen? By Seattle people, I mean me. I don't think it happens. I don't think sharks come across Seattle radar very frequently because the water's so damn cold. Lots of folks don't swim in it. Yeah. And then the folks that do swim in it are just like, well, duh, it's salt water. Mm-hmm. Sharks in Seattle waters. Oh my goodness!
0: Are, are yeah, you telling so, me
1: about in general or like a specific shark or a shark
0: attack? Like no shark attacks. All right, I'm, I'm a very big shark fan. You are I'm a, big a propagandist shark fan. of sharks in you the are. opposite direction. You're and like ray's, their PR firm. flat sharks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love rays, but not no more. Now that you call them flat
0: sharks. Mm, they are flat sharks. They're
1: <laughs> are elasma they branks. What?
0: Yeah, they're related. You know, so they've got the five gills. They've got the they've okay. Got the oh, dorsal. Yeah, the,
1: the brank part I understand from bronchial. But what the hell is an elasma?
0: Uh, let's break it down. I have no idea, actually. Uh, okay. Oh, it's so it's a cartilaginous fish, like a shark, ray, or skate. But what does it mean? Oh, it comes from elasmos, which is Greek for metal plate, and "branchus," which is Latin for gill. Metal plate so, gill. Metal plate gill. So they have a skeleton that's made of cartilage rather than bone. Mm-hmm. They've got five to seven gill openings on each side. Mm-hmm. They have their upper jaw not fused to their skull like ours is. They have oh. the several rows of teeth that are replaced. I don't okay. know if you knew that about rays and skates. I did not <laughs> know it about sharks. Now one more yeah. reason to not like rays. They have large livers full of oil that that buoy them up and they reproduce sexually, but some of them bear live young and some of them lay eggs.
1: Oh cool. So skate eggs are also called mermaids purses. Yes,
0: yes. yes.
1: So there you go, there's an egg sacky shark.
0: Yeah. So these are from very, very long ago. The first sharks are seen during the early Devonian period, Ah! the early Devon period, about 400 million years ago. And I bring it up because it has a relevance to some of the specific sharks that we will talk about. But I'll give sort of the overview. So, yeah, it is... The ocean. Like, it's a little bit of ocean right inside your state. Yeah. There are 11 known species of sharks found in Puget Sound. No way. 11 kinds. Can I guess some? Yeah, please. Guess some sharks at me. Dogfish. Does that count? Yes. Yeah, that's one of... Spiny dogfish is one of the most abundant sharks in Puget Sound, about five feet long, Uh, eats fish and invertebrates they school where not all sharks do yeah okay and they are little bitches like they they're bitey
1: they're bitey little maybe yeah shoot erin and Mm -hmm. i found a dead one the one time that she and i visited the it might have been the oregon coast but i was pretty sure it was the washington coast couldn't tell you where we were but Hmm. i remember we found one that was washed up on shore i will say great white just because it's one
0: they don't like preferentially live in Puget okay. Sound and I don't know that there is a highest standard of evidence sighting but there's certainly a lot of anecdotal sightings and no reason to think why they wouldn't
1: why they wouldn't yeah certainly with yeah. as the climate continues to change mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of reason for all kinds of animals to move everywhere so dogfish yeah. may be great white you know and I'm struggling because I uh, you know I think of like mako sharks as Hawaii so I would not say mako am I wrong Uh, I don't have any makos on my list. Okay. And then, you know, like the other ones I know are like hammerhead, tiger, and bull. And I thought those were all Atlantic fish.
0: A bull shark has been caught in Puget Sound, but it was a little bit lost, I think. Let me see. I've got (laughs) 5,000 tabs open. I'm sure. Naturally. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Okay. There was a bull shark in a 10-foot bull shark in lake washington
1: oh that's right i do remember we've talked about that or i i've talked about it with someone and that's not cool because lake washington is one of those where i
0: would go stand up paddle boarding and just be like oh if i fall in the water Mm -hmm. i'm fine Uh uh-uh that's how i got on this topic i told you i pivoted at the last minute i was originally doing just the sheer stuff stuff that's all over the bottom of lake washington oh my gosh yes and we gotta do it we but do somebody there was an like oh anchor? and a bull shark oh, oh. i'm and so I glad you like, pivoted interesting Interesting,
1: interesting. No, think. Okay, I, that's all the sharks I know. So you will have to tell me the other ones. Uh,
0: well, that's because you don't live with a six-year-old whose area of expertise is sharks. <laughs> and you get to hear Truth. about sharks a lot and you have to have a favorite shark, etc., etc. Good point. So in Puget Sound, most of these, I'm reading from the Nature Conservancy's reference thing here. Okay, Most of them live in deep water, so you will not encounter them. Yeah, The ones that you will generally see in the sound are the brown cat shark, which is just a little bit baby it's like two feet oh that's cute it's pretty common in the sound you'll see it with commercial fishing gear uh, but probably not just swimming around the dogfish the spiny dogfish are pretty common and the third most common we're going to spend a lot of time talking about is the blunt nose six gill shark
1: oh well Mm -hmm. so once they start talking about the gills that's when you know they're getting kind of primordial
0: yes these are ancient ancient sharks i'm gonna come back to them in just a sec let me tell you about the other ones yes there are soup fin sharks which are about six feet long on average they have pointed snouts and big oval eyes
1: oh and they're actually called soup fin sharks that's yeah it's very depressing for them
0: well i mean you know why they're called right whales yeah because they were the right whale to hunt yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know why they were called sperm whales?
0: <laughs> they make you <laughs> nuts. Devin <laughs> wasn't ready for me to say no, that. I, ever wasn't. I didn't think she would. <laughs> you did it, Biff. You did it. I did it. Uh, So the is fin. Okay. Next biggest is the seven gill. Again, another very primordial Mm -hmm. one. Uh, It's one of those kind of like the Greenland sharks. These primordial sharks like to live really deep and very cold and they live a long time and they metabolize really slowly. They do everything at their own pace. They do. We should emulate them. We ought to. The seven gills get up to 10 feet long. They're not often in the sound. Mm -hmm. The one that you will see... That's similar, but differently shaped. Also, pretty, but very classical shark looking like a seven gill. Six gills and seven gills don't have that distinct, like, jaws, dorsal fin. Right. right? That, like, classic, there's a fin in the water. The five gill sharks will have that, but six gills and seven gills don't. They're very smooth, almost like a whale shark or something. Yeah. And, again, they'll chill out. Salmon sharks look like a jaws shark. Never heard of them. Ten feet long. Well, they eat salmon. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. They like salmon, and uh, they don't usually mess with humans, according okay. to the Nature Conservancy. But they will mess up commercial fisheries gear because they want to eat your salmon. Totally. We have had blue sharks, oh, thirteen yeah. feet long, pretty rare in the Sound. That's a big boy. Six gills. We will talk more about. They can live up to ninety years. That's amazing. They are usually up to 18 feet long i think they've had some that were 20 they basically eat fish so whenever we're trying to think about humans and sharks coexisting you nailed it as to one of the reasons why we don't think of seattle and sharks in the same breath is very few people just jump into that water totally (laughs) that's cold it's so cold you guys like bone numbing cold yeah like In summer, like fifty degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the salmon shark will only come up if salmon are running. Okay, they don't want to bother you. But dogfish sharks, unfortunately, have a spine in front of their dorsal fin, and it's poisonous. So oh, I didn't
1: know that.
0: They're not puppies. Don't mess with them. (laughs) They're not that type of of shark. They're not cuddly. Yeah, of dog. (laughs) There's thresher sharks. Which okay. are so cool. <laughs> those ones with those big, long, long, long yeah. top part of their tail fins. Yeah. 20 feet long. Uh, not, you know, they've been seen in the sound, as have the great whites. Uh, the Pacific sleeper shark, which sounds cool. That Somebody's sounds cool pretty good hell. at naming sharks, and then I guess they weren't there the day the soup fin shark got yeah, named or something. That poor thing. Yeah. So they're, again, one of those like moves really slow, rarely encountered, but. Also, when we're thinking about humans and sharks, if they eat seals, we're more likely to have a problem with them. Because we do look like seals. Yeah, for or sure. Or vice versa. Uh, this yeah. can be an <laughs> issue. That's
1: transitive. It could be one way or the other.
0: Yeah, who's to say? Scientists don't know. Yeah. But... The last one is no problem to us at all because it has no teeth. Mm-hmm. Of course, our our reverse cryptid the basking shark. Oh, the that's second right. Second largest fish in the world. Oh, it's always the basking shark. Mouth open. It does. Oh, it's always the basking shark, you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, love them. And for thoroughness, they're you know around thirty feet, but can get to be forty or forty-five, which is mm-hmm. just I can't. I that doesn't make sense to me anymore i can't envision what that's like i'm like how many me's is that that's a lot right
1: is that a school bus is that a big school bus is that a Mm -hmm. tour bus two school buses
0: yeah right it's the size of a large shark it's it's (laughs) exactly the size of a large (laughs)
1: shark is right Oh my goodness. You know, and when they were, you were talking about Greenlandic shark. I've had Harkal on two occasions now. It, twice you've done this to yourself. I went back for seconds, my friend. I know. Wow. Well, well, I told folks at work because we had the occasion to eat Harkal at uh, the Nordic Museum where I work. And I told some friends that we were all, you know, I would do it if they would do it. And, you know, oh, guys, don't even worry. I'm doing it a second time. It's not that bad. And it's like, well, no, I knew it was going to be that bad, but I wanted to see them eat it. So I was willing to take one for the team to see them eat it.
0: You're kind of diabolical. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Interesting. They, they,
1: yeah, they all had Aquavit chasers. They were fine. They were Ooh. not feeling the effects. I just ate my shark and called it a day.
0: I've eaten shark, but I've never, you know, not rare endangered sharks, obviously. Yeah. They're just, some of them are just fish. Some of them but are just, But yeah. I've never had shark and been like, yes, I should have this. It's not a... Not a tasty thing. Very ammonia-heavy.
1: Yeah, Uh, I've never had it where it wasn't supposed to be ammonia-heavy. I've only had, like, I've never had real shark. It's always been the pickled, fermented, grossy, fucking, lye-covered, Greenlandic shark. And so I wouldn't even know what kind of meat it was, because what I had was the texture of a jelly bean. Oh, God. You love it. You'll try it with me. When I take you to Iceland, you'll do it. You'll like it.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, I I do have a hard time passing up now or never kind of stuff like that. That's true. That's how you got me to agree to the tow. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I have a historical component of this. Well, there's two historical components. Okay. One is old, 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 olden days, and Mm -hmm. it's about the six gill sharks. Okay. Then if I can find that fucking tab, I'll tell you about it. I've seen six-gill sharks
1: at the Monterey Aquarium. Um, Mm -hmm. They're one of Serena's favorites. Serena's Aaron's wife. And we all went to the Monterey Aquarium Mm -hmm. before their wedding. So I got to see a six-gill shark there. And I think I saw the other one also in California at an aquarium with uh, Jonah and Jason. But it was in San Francisco.
0: So not at the Seattle Aquarium? Not at... I, you know
1: we might have them but i okay. don't think i don't think so we don't have anything that big at the seattle aquarium no we can't possibly have N- them not inside you don't <laughs> fuck you i don't like that i don't like that why would you do that to me i have been with you so far on this journey and then you do
0: me dirty well, yeah, but if it helps, the blunt-nosed sixgill shark has never been documented as attacking people unprovoked. And since the 1500s, uh-huh. there's been one provoked attack. So you have to really <laughs> piss these you guys have to off, really mess with them. Yeah, like they'll they'll snap at you if you're like fishing them or something. They're not I mean, idiots, but right, my dachshund <laughs> would snap at you if you were yeah. messing with him. So yeah. So they are from a much more primitive species than most of the sharks that we think of and encounter. And they do kind of have that... Uh, I I don't know. I was watching the rest of this documentary with Lydia as I was getting ready, and I yeah. will recommend it highly. If you go on YouTube, you can find it for free. It's called "Wildlife Detectives: Mystery Sharks of Seattle." But Ooh. she looked at them and she's like, "These are kind of weird-looking sharks." And I'm like, "They kind of <laughs> are. They look <laughs> unfinished.
1: They
0: have they have a a soft sort of left out in the rain." look to them like like if the muppets made a shark puppet yeah but like
1: droopy and then it kind of softy
0: they're a little soft uh i think it's just the lack of like a big strong skull and then that that dorsal fin just hitting so right like a cool haircut
1: and think about it they live deep in the water, they're used to a lot of pressure, and then we Mm -hmm. bring them up to the surface, and they're all just like, what's this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't care for it. There's no pressure here to hold me into shape. They also have little teeth. Their, Their jaws are such that and again this is a Lydia observation I will give credit to. But yes basically when they open their mouths it looks like they don't have any teeth oh. because their teeth are small and set very far back. They're so little. Yeah. You know, so Aww. they look basically like fossil sharks. Like most of the other things that we have that look like them are in the fossil record from the Triassic period. Oh wow. Okay. They are very unusual looking. One of my favorite things about them is their beautiful green eyes. Oh. Yes yeah. you're so romantic. They have a green iris around their pupil. It's like green or turquoise. I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. it's it's very interesting. I it- mean, they're still like not going to go full quint, but like they're still <laughs> the, like doll's eyes. They're still waiting. shark eyes. Thank you. They're not like that lively, but they're they're pretty. It's That's interesting. interesting. It's it's like so many things where, you know how like dogs have that white around the ring of their eyes? Mm-hmm. Partly to like help us understand what they're looking at. Yeah. I think it makes, I mean, I was going to say it and then I stopped myself. And no, it humanizes them. For sure. Because you can tell what they're looking at and when they look at you mm-hmm. and when they're interested in interacting with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was my 200 million years ago history. Now let's do our 1960s history. Okay. <laughs> there was... A Seattle Marine Aquarium, which is no relationship to the aquarium that's there today. But it was around during the World's Fair. And somebody, whose name was Ted Griffin, was hearing rumors from divers and fishers about these big sharks right there in the sound. And he's like, I have to get one. Ted. I have an aquarium. I'm selling tickets to it. I have to get it. So he got a big thing of bacon. <laughs> Ten. He won out in 1964. Oh, my God. Like, what do you need to tell Dad? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I, I, nothing, I just want to say his name with with scorn and chagrin and shake my head knowing it's not going
0: to go well. I don't know what's going to
1: happen, but it's not going to go well.
0: I mean, it could have gone worse. So the first one that he caught was eight feet long, and he, it just basically towed the boat yeah. until it got tired. <laughs> and no, he thank had you. a stretcher on the side oh that he used to transport dolphins. So when he catches one, basically, he gets it into the sling on the side <laughs> of the boat, yeah. ties it up, drags it back to the aquarium, takes the hook out and throws it in the tank with the seals and the seals. Oh, lions. my God because they don't eat those they basically ignore each other yeah but he catches one more he has them he sells tickets and everything but it only goes for a couple months because they don't do well in captivity yeah. because they are very big and they need to move all the time and so they would bump their noses on the side of the tank oh, all the babies. time babies their eyes are really sensitive to bright light oh, like they, they live they are used to living so deep yeah Yeah, or they'd get stuck in the corners and they'd have to go send divers to go help them. Oh, no!
1: They live in night-night time and they just don't understand
0: this. They're like, oh, I don't want to live with seals. I don't want to be in movies. I don't want to be in the entertainment business. (laughs) And this was, like, quite the business. So visitors would line up and as part of the show, Tad Griffin would get in the tank with them and take them for a walk. Oh, Lord. And he'd open their mouths. Oh, Lord. He said, here's how he describes it. You walk around and you hold the shark under your arm. And when you get to one of the sides of the aquarium, you open the mouth and you just lift up on the nose or the snout and you can see the teeth very nicely. So he was not the one guy who got the provoked attack. And I think that speaks to how patient these sharks are. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> how did he not? I love that the
1: poor things are just so resigned to their fate, you know?
0: Yeah. All right, Ted. Like, okay. I'll open my yeah. mouth again. Yeah. So people can see my sad little sad teeth. My nubbins. My little worn out stubs. Yeah. And after a couple months, I will give him credit for this. He was like, okay, this isn't fair to them. And he released them. Oh, good. And that's good. I mean. Hey. Hey. I will, I will sidestep the whole charismatic megafauna and I, ethics yeah. and blackfish yeah. and everything, but yeah. I'm like, thank you. Just put them back. Just put them back. They don't want to be there. Put them back. I mean, that's what the Seattle yeah. Aquarium
1: does, or or at least did when I was in school with their giant Pacific octopuses. They catch them. Yes. And then they release them in the same spot they found them, what, like, six months later, because they're like, look, we kind of have to have you because it makes it so people will save the ones mm-hmm. of you in wild, but we know this sucks, so we'll put you back yeah. home real soon
0: it's really more of a limited time internship than it is a <laughs> captivity it is. it is you don't like uh, your study abroad experience involuntarily it's involuntary but you know that's
1: yeah pay's not bad
0: yeah there you go so right now or at least as of the time of this relatively recent article from Oregon Public Broadcasting apparently yeah there's no six gills in captivity they don't like display them in aquariums because they're they're big and they're charismatic and they're hard to take care of and they're not like if you're gonna go big like go whale shark or something right or great white or dude they're they're homely dude i'm sorry i love them but
1: but they're homely well now what did i see at monterey it must have been a seven gill
0: it may have been yeah or something related that that looked like that. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, it's it's nosed seven gill sharks. That's what I saw in Monterey Bay uh, Aquarium. Okay.
0: Yeah. I can see the confusion. <laughs> it you know, something with a lot of gills that look like old. More than you'd expect. Wait, yeah. Yeah. So the exhibit only lasts a couple months. The aquarium itself closes in 1976. Okay. And that's kind of the history of six gills in terms of their excitement for Seattle until the 90s. Oh. So in the late 1990s, all of a sudden, they're everywhere. And this is getting noticed by a couple groups of people, sport fishermen yeah. and divers. Okay. Okay the way the divers describe these fish is beautiful. And I recommend watching the documentary to hear how affectionately they talk about them. There's three that they describe. And I would watch a whole hour of them talking about the different personalities because that's what the divers get to know. So one of the advantages slash disadvantages of the sound being so freaking cold, but also being a sound is you can basically be in the ocean through a lot of the year if you're yeah. braced for the cold like if you're willing to get in the cold water you can get in cold water when you feel like it yeah that. so they dive a lot there's a lot of divers who who make a whole their whole hobby is about diving the sound yeah. and they would get to know the sharks because they had oh, wow. different scars oh. and different markings and different personalities and the three that they told us about in the documentary Let's see, one was spotty, because she had spots, and the way they talk about her, they're like, oh yeah, you could just pet her, like she was the nicest shark. And to be clear, like, these are meat-eating fish- that are 8 to 12 feet long. (laughs) Like, they are twice your size. And they're like, yeah, you could pet Spotty. Now, there was Fluffy, because she had Fluffy markings. And whenever Uh. she would come up, they would make little devil horns. They would hold up their hands around their little scuba masks (laughs) and make little devil horns, because Spotty was apparently a handful. (laughs) Spotty was a lot. And my, everybody's personal favorite, I was going to say mine, everybody's personal favorite was Blondie who was 14 feet long. 14 feet long. That's 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 huge. That's such a big thing to be alive in the water with you. And she had lighter coloration, which is why she was blonde. Okay, And she was like the the queen of it all. If you went in the sound, she would come check you out. If you were diving in her space. And they said, first of all, when she was in the water with you, you knew about it. Yeah? Like you would... Feel it. Oh my god. And she would come and do a bunch of basically swimming passbys. Like she wasn't being aggressive. She wasn't trying to eat you. But she needed you to know that she knew you were there. Yeah. She was like the ambassador. And the boss, oh, like I and she, I love that she's
1: Beyonce of the yeah. Sound right now. <laughs> Seriously, you talking about them and these people's like not cavalier because I know that divers are very often extremely respectful of of their mm-hmm. spaces and of the potential dangers around them. But like my lizard brain caveman soul is so clenched tight right now. <laughs> Thinking
0: about this. It's I, me and the bodies episode we just did.
1: Oh my goodness, I can't handle it. Thank you for being so good yeah. about that bodies episode. But <laughs> gosh, like yeah. fist. Everything that is in my body that can oh. make a fist is a fist, just thinking about fourteen feet of meat eater
0: swimming past me, being mm-hmm. like, yes yeah, up. Yes, yeah, this is, this yeah, is mine. I'm in charge here. Mm-hmm. Her body was like as big around as a couch. Oh, <laughs> like she was just a couch. She was just 14. She was two couches. She was two couches. Swimming through the water. <laughs> being like, what's up? And so it's unusual to see six gills in shallow water. Okay. Normally they're deep water fish. And when they started popping up in the 90s, scientists actually didn't know a lot about them. Mm-hmm. And... They were not the first on the scene, right? So the divers know, and the sports fishermen know. And there's this one angler who, for whatever reason, again, I'm just picturing Quint. Right. He's really good at catching them. There's no law huh. against it. Oh. He's very, very good okay. at catching these um, gigantic sharks. And, I mean, I'm sure it's exciting to reel in an 8-foot, 10-foot shark. Totally. But the scientists say, oh, my God, we don't know why they're suddenly appearing here, and it would really be helpful for us to find out and not have you kill all of them before that happens. <laughs> right. Like, something unusual is happening right. if they're coming up into shallow waters and being so close to us. Right. And by close to us, I mean, like, the pier that we walk down to go see the aquarium, no. and you would be walking over them. No! You, yeah.
1: Y- y'all, that's like 10 feet of water. I mean, that's enough too high to hide mm-hmm. a couch and not much more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were... They like to be really close to downtown. Like they just no. they weren't sort of like off by an island. They wanted they were downtown. They came to see they the came market. To see the they market. came to see the space needle. <laughs> they came to do all the tourist shit. These six gills were into it. And oh, so, no, the-, the divers are also offended that the sports fishermen are taking out these sharks cuz these are their buddies. Yeah they're like we know these guys they're yeah. they're important and they're cool and with the scientists help they're able to make the case of like look we have scientific research we need to do we don't know very much about these guys at all. They didn't know how long they lived. They didn't have a good picture of what they ate. They didn't know like their mating stuff, anything. There's so much they didn't know about these sharks. And all of a sudden, they basically swim up to the doorstep (laughs) and are like, here I am. So with the support of hundreds, possibly thousands of Seattleites, they get a legal injunction so that there's no fishing of six gills in Puget Sound as of the summer of 2000. Oh, wow. Good. They are protected. They are safe. Okay. I don't know what the legal status is of the other sharks that I was talking about. Sorry,
1: guys. It's not not about you right now.
0: (laughs) They're like, you got to slow your roll. And the scientists were like, okay, how are we going to do this? We'd very much like to see them, but we can't just, you know, jump in the water and hope. So they (laughs) went, well, if that guy can catch them with bait, maybe we can just... Get some bait. So <laughs> they literally, the aquarium, which as you know is like on a pier that juts out yep. over the water, they've been diving under it for years. Like this is really oh. a part of their scientific enterprise, is is having access to that water. And they'd never seen a six gill. Never. But this is great because it's in the documentary and you can see it on film. They're like, okay, well, our first test. It's October 2001, we're gonna try. They put cameras and bait down there, and somebody swims down there, and 30 minutes into the first dive, they've already got no one. No way! Already just, like, chilling out, feeding. No and then there's way. more, and there's more. And they end up in this amazing research situation, where basically, it's like sharks on your doorstep. No like, way! Like, you... you- you don't have to get in a boat on choppy waters. You don't have to fly to another country. Right. You seriously just get, like, a big box of <laughs> leftover salmon scraps <laughs> and and dump it in. And then you'll get 46 gills just rolling up. Like, what's up? How many gills? do you want? How many gills is that? That's a lot of gills. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say it very carefully so yeah. it doesn't sound like 46 gills. Yeah. Yeah. Just,
1: just 46 of them. Not not quite 50. Forty-six.
0: Forty-six. They are having a blast because this is like oh, a scientific yeah. dream, right? Yeah. And they are basically doing a formal version of what the divers have been doing for years. So they tag them okay. with different tags so that they can say, okay, well, if this is the same shark coming back or the shark is behaving like this, it'll tell them a lot about what they're trying to figure out. Yeah. They turn them into an attraction okay, where they have um, cameras underwater and oh. basically visitors <laughs> can see these six gills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, like, it's like how New York
1: New Yorkers <laughs> do like nest cameras for for falcons yeah or pigeons
0: <laughs> seattle yes. we do it for prehistoric fish yep it's a it's your live web feed of <laughs> prehistoric gigantic fish amazing <sighs> there's a slightly sad thing that happens okay. at this point in the story which is a dead shark is found on the shore okay that's 14 feet long oh oh and it's blondie, blondie. and blondie has died because Blondie was in the process of giving birth to 82 three foot long shark pups. Oh, God, Blondie. So, one of the wild things about these evolutionary cul de sacs yeah. is they do not follow your expectations of other creatures in their class, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, like we said, some will do live birth, some will do eggs, but mostly it's like one, or yeah. five. No, eighty-two. Good lord! Six gills can have up to a hundred and twenty live
1: young. No, thank you. Not <laughs> yeah. Not this bitch. No, that's thank a you.
0: Lot. Oh my god! Which it, it, they basically they were like it just like stacked like colored pencils in a case. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's a lot Do of they, shark, in a shark and a shark. So
1: much shark and a shark. Do they come out? You know, <laughs> like when planes, when bombers would just drop this <laughs> string of bombs. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liz knows what yeah. sharks sound like, folks, so that's obviously that's exa- that was that accurate. was a um soundbite?
0: A, a doodle bug. That <laughs> <laughs> was a doodle bug. <laughs> You know, like in the blitz.
1: Exactly. My references are contemporary.
0: <laughs> so not. Do the Charleston next. <laughs> <laughs> so the it's very sad that Blondie passed. A lot yeah. of people were very broken up about it. Yeah. But this was new information that they had so many damn babies. Yeah. And this happens at the same time as they're doing DNA sequencing on the sharks that are coming to feed under the aquarium. Because, you know, they've they've got them tagged. They're like, oh, that one's, you know, triangle, triangle, circle, square. Like, they give them these little, like, preschool necklaces, basically, that they tag them with. And they realize, oh, my God, okay, there's a group of sharks, about a couple dozen, and they're all brothers and (gasps) sisters. No, seriously? Yeah, oh, brothers wow. and they're all siblings. Some okay. of them are half siblings, but they're all related. And so Blondie's death establishes two things. One, they can have a hell of a lot <laughs> of babies. Yeah. Two, they get big. And that's when the scientists realize, because again, they knew so little about sick skills. Yeah. When they see Blondie and can actually measure Blondie, they're like, oh, these are the babies—the oh! ones that we've been feeding under the aquarium that are like eight and ten feet long. We were like, "Yeah, I wonder where their babies are." These are the babies. Oh no, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I brought Devin an animal story. Wow. She's experiencing it like a horror story. He's a horror. Wow, dude. Yeah, they too can get, like, big. Twenty feet long. Too big. They're very. Very big animals. Too big? Very big animals. Oh, no. Wow. They definitely thought that they were on the gravy train for life and they can just study them forever. And now this is what we do. Hooray for us for no. the Seattle Aquarium. You dummies. All good things must come to an end. Yes. And all of a sudden, the sharks start to leave and this is disconcerting so at first it was very boring to track the sharks because they're basically using these basic sonar <laughs> things and they've got to drive around on a little boat right with a thing that goes ping 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 and the, they'll seriously just chill out by like ivars right? all day who wouldn't and so- <laughs> i know right Like a seagull. Just like a seagull. so the scientists were like, it got very boring. Like, they just go in these little areas. They basically all just hang out together all day. Yeah. (laughs) But finally, all at once, they start behaving differently. And they start taking bigger and bigger trips. And then one by one, every single one of these blunt-nosed six gills goes out the strait of Juan de Fuca and right into... Pacific. No. Some of them, when they get out, turn left. Some turn right. They have grown up enough. They have left the nursery. Yeah. And they go out into the world. Yeah. And there's not 46 gills chilling in the sound right now. Yeah. That was the peak. Okay. That was the big thing. And what they've got to figure out and what they're very challenged by is what's – is that part of their life cycle mm-hmm. or are we messing it up? Okay. Because something very similar had happened in Vancouver in the 90s, like the early 90s. Okay. Where there, are these, there was this dive shop that had ended up making tons of money because basically they could say, you will go down and see a shark. Yeah. And then one day all the sharks left. Oh, wow. Oh, so wow. So is that part of what they do? Like, we don't. I mean, they can live right. for like sixty or seventy years. So if if Blondie had had her pups and they had survived, would the pups have been back in like, I don't know, now? Yeah, yeah. With, or or in five or ten years? Like, is yeah. that part of what they track? Yeah. What's their life cycle like? And and how do they choose a nursery? And, yeah. and how do they think about this stuff? We have no idea. We just know that for some reason. Every now and then, you'll just get a bunch of six gills who, with the one time we were able to sequence DNA, they seemed to be basically related. And then they all grow up enough and they head out. That's fascinating. So I don't know if that's what was happening when um, Ted Griffin was able to catch them, too, if, like, the 60s was another big era. Yeah. Like, you'll still find some. There's still some around. Yeah. But it's not... It's not like it was. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating, though. Really, really interesting to think. Yeah, is it a nursery and is the nursery frequented, you know, is it a bird that comes back to the same nest to raise a clutch mm-hmm. of eggs every year? Only a 6 scale shark's gestation period is, you know, a decade. Or, not gestation, yeah. but, you know, mating cycle is is much longer. Or uh, would other sharks breed here? Did they... Like you said, have we kind of messed it up? They've gone from Mm – their whole habitat is changing, and so the sharks in general are moving south or north. Oh, but that's so cool.
0: Yeah, and it's tricky to figure out because we know so little about them. We've just got this one group that was studied really intensively. I mean, I'm glad they jumped on the opportunity and did it. But, yeah, you're you're left trying to figure out, is this their normal behavior? Is this abnormal behavior? Is this on a cycle that's – Bigger than we can track right yeah. now with the data that we have. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems like a very fragile population model because of what happened to Blondie, right? Totally. That you're like the better part of a hundred members of your species should not live or die on whether the mother can maintain enough energy to swim out before the tide gets right. right. Like, that's fragile. Yeah. And so maybe when we do have missing links, is it because just one thing went wrong? Mm-hmm. Or, or they went someplace else or they, i don't know right. I'm very interested by this oh wow dude all right so because they they live their lives you know they're just doing this thing they've been doing for millions of years and then every once in a while we're like would you like some bacon and I can give you a little earring <laughs> it's a fancy
1: a fancy little piece yeah. of jewelry that I give you in exchange for yeah.
0: wow dude mm-hmm I, yeah they the sharks in general in Puget Sound are doing okay. Their populations kind of ebb and flow because mm-hmm. um, there's always different things happening. But, you know, you will get, uh, let's see, great white carcass washing up on Vashon Island. Mm-hmm. Apparently that happened. Um but also, salmon sharks are often mistaken for great whites because they look so similar. Oh, okay. You know, like if I'm in the water with something, I'm not going to be like, mm, I don't think that's a great white. I think that's a salmon shark.
1: <laughs> You're going to no. uh, push up your nerd glasses and actually.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah under my goggles, I'll take my goggles off, push up my taped glasses. 'Cause I'm from uh-huh.
1: Archie. You are and- <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. it does remind me though, one thing that one of the divers said about dealing with Fluffy is you know, you keep a stick around, right? Like you're, you're trying to, to make sure that they're clear on your boundaries and you can have some boundaries with them. Yeah. But she was getting kind of nosy and I don't, yeah, whatever the shark equivalent of yes yeah, is nosy. with him. Yeah. And he went to push her away with the stick and she stayed put and he went backwards. <laughs> and he's like, that's how you know it's a big shark.
1: <laughs> it's a big shark. Oh my goodness. <laughs> No, I don't like that
0: either, but that's marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> whoop. Like, oh, this um, oh. this made the wrong impression. This conveyed <laughs> the this wrong gets message gets to you, Fluffy. It did. <laughs> Fluffy, gosh darn it. Devil shark. I love that they had to <laughs> throw up the hordes. Yeah, they're like, Oh, here she comes. That's that's great. It's it's this very like, hey Sam, hey Ralph. Like Yeah. Just absolutely. going to work. Yep. You're clocking in. I'm yep. a diver and you're a fourteen foot long shark.
1: We're just yeah, we're just two moist boys cooling in the ocean together. <laughs> Five feet apart. <laughs> Five feet apart because we're not gay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i wish i had brain cells instead of vine references but i guess i work with what i've got I at this point
1: got. that's why we have a yeah. podcast babe we just became into everybody's fairy meme mothers and there you go uh you know spew out the random bits of internet we retain
0: yeah i have no big moral or or dramatic ending to this story oh, i hope they're doing well the that's sh- what i have yep I hope I hope the blunt-nosed six gills are doing well. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know where they are. No, nope. And there's probably a couple in the sound right now. Oh. There's 11 species of sharks in the sound. Oh, wow. Don't bother them and they won't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness.
0: I'm still so creeped
1: out. When, when are you coming back? When are you coming back to Seattle so that you and I can go walk along the pier and start looking for them?
0: it might be like in a couple months actually there's some stuff going on at work but we'll see marvelous okay well we'll see yeah and throw i wish i could throw french fries to a shark that'd be so cool shoot dude
1: you can do that and i'm gonna be 10 feet back just yeah i mean i will again i will do the i have a very particular set of skills <laughs> but like if a shark takes you honey i might just have to let that one ride and start
0: interviewing for a new Co-host, you've got to know that's how I wanted to go. I know, how,
1: I know it's a good death. I, Absolutely. I know this is the end of Legends of the Fall, where you know he, he, he gets killed by the bear. Devin, I didn't say I wasn't
0: gonna see it. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you think I'm hilarious because I sure so think I'm funny.
1: hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, I said, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was the
0: fault no uh, a, a blunt nose six would not eat me. I'm not of interest to it, Wow, uh, maybe you just haven't met the
1: right one yet. Don't count yourself out, <sighs> honey,
0: yeah, and just swim around and poke them with a stick till I find the one that pokes back.
1: Mm, that's every girl's
0: dream. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to stop. I this think episode so. now. <laughs> I think so. I think. Are we gay for sharks? That's cool. You're yeah. not. You have like a attract repulse relationship I, right now, as I do with is many this, sexual yeah, things like, is this in your my way life. Of controlling your fear. Yes. Or are you just going to hit on death? Yes. So you feel like you're in control of the situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, death
1: is a skeleton, so there's no dearth of boner jokes I can make. Thank you. I've already got this laid out. Yeah, you're you're set. I'm ready. You
0: are set. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. All right, friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're just you're laughing because I'm. I can't. Tra- <laughs> I can't with your energy. All right. Please come to com for all your fine podcast needs and
1: uh,
0: <laughs> You can join us for social media on uh-huh. for social media. For social media. Mm-hmm. For social media. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, you can You can w- tell us which shark you so have it. a boner you for say it. on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Did you see it to me? You'll find out when I send the playback, won't you?
0: That's a little gift for editing, Liz. Welcome to Ouija, Broad. This is Liz. <laughs> That's
1: so neat. Why Why am I leaning into the microphone? You're just going to mute me anyway? Edit this out? God.
0: <laughs> you did that. I didn't do that. I know. I just have the giggles. Uh-huh. Thinking about <sighs> you shark can find mirrors. us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your social media needs. We are always happy to welcome new patrons at patreoncom weechabroads Thank you to our new patrons. This recording, I was going to say this week, but <laughs> this doesn't always recording. work out to be a week eh, or two. Not always. This time around, yeah. Thank you coming to us this time around we appreciate you you to existing patrons Mm -hmm. and past patrons we appreciate it a lot Mm -hmm. make sure that you are subscribed on your podcatcher of choice Mm -hmm. and if you haven't done it or you're not sure whether you have do it again go ahead and drop us a rating or a review uh please it it helps other people find us Mm -hmm. that's all i have to say about that okay well what else do you have to say though I think they should live weird. I think they should die weird. And stay weird. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. My shark (laughs) tail.